Hello friends, thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode. Tonight's episode is entitled, Your Wisdom and Your Understanding. It's Thursday, November 4th. Let us pray. Loving Father God, we just want to give you thanks and praise your holy name because you have been so faithful to us. Thank you, Father, for keeping us and bringing us back to another episode where we can learn more about you and your will for us. Please fill us with your Holy Spirit, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. In yesterday's lesson, Deuteronomy chapter 4, 1 through 9 as we saw, was a powerful expression of not merely the nation's special status, but of its missionary calling as well. Woven all through those verses is the idea that they need to obey, to follow, to do what the Lord commands them to do. Let us read Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 6 again. What specifically does the Lord say is their wisdom and understanding in the eyes of these nations. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statues and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. At first glance, it might seem as if the statues and judgments themselves were what contained the wisdom and understanding. But that's not what the text says. The Lord had taught them statutes and judgments. Yes, but their wisdom and understanding came from their keeping them, from their obeying them, their obedience. That was their wisdom and understanding. Israel could have had the most wonderful system of law and rules and regulations the world had ever seen. In fact, it did. But what good would it all be if Israel didn't follow it? Instead, their wisdom, their understanding, came from the real-time manifestation of God's law in their lives. They were to live out the truths that the Lord had given them, and they could do that only by obeying them. All the light and all the truth wasn't going to do them or the pagans around them any good if Israel didn't live out that truth. Hence, again and again, they were called to obey because their obedience to the statues and judgments, not the statues and judgments themselves, was what mattered in terms of being a witness to the world. Their obedience to the law of God would make them marvels of prosperity before the nations of the world. He who could give them wisdom and skill in all cunning work would continue to be their teacher and would ennoble and elevate them through obedience to his laws. If obedient, they would be preserved from the diseases that afflicted other nations and would be blessed with the vigor of intellect. The glory of God, his majesty and power were to be revealed in all their prosperity. They were to be a kingdom of priests and princes. God furnished them with every facility of becoming the greatest nation on the earth. E.G. White 
Christ's Object Lesson, page 288. Let us read Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 16. In these verses, what is Jesus saying to us that reflects the same thing he had said to ancient Israel? How especially should this apply to us as followers of Christ? Matthew 5. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Father God, again we want to thank you for your word. Help us, Father, to be light to this world of darkness, showing others the way to find you, so they too may be a part of your kingdom. Forgive us of our sins, we pray, and save us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 